This is a podcast of the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Today we speak with Dr. Peikyung Chia about the ethics of research. Hi, Peikyung. Hi. So why is it important that we pay attention to the ethics of research? Well, in my, in my opinion, ethical issues are inherent in clinical research mm-hmm. and they are very important in all aspects of clinical research. And through experience in working in this area for a long time, I've found that identifying and addressing ethical issues are key to the success of any clinical trial and it helps improve the quality of trials and and helps also to translate um, the evidence of clinical trials towards improvement of management of patients. Hmm. So what particularly interests you about research ethics? Um, Ethical issues, um, ethical principles are in my opinion, universal, mm-hmm. and I work in the Thailand Major Overseas Program, which works in uh, a lot in low-income settings and with vulnerable populations and uh, neglected diseases. And translating these supposedly universal, universal ethical issues um, is a challenge, and it's an exciting challenge. It, I'm very passionate about it because operationalizing this, uh, these ethical guidelines in low-income settings, in vulnerable populations, is very interesting and it enables research, good research to be done in in these settings. But we have to contextualize Mm. these principles to make them um, practical day-to-day when we recruit patients, when we gain consent, when we talk about ancillary care and so on. How has your work changed the way scientists actually do their research? Well, first of all, I would hope my work does change the way scientists do their work Mm -hmm. and I think the work surrounding ethics um, I see it as more enabling rather than disabling and and scientists who used to see ethics as a hurdle now see ethics as enabling Mm -hmm. and it helps um, scientists who conduct research in ethically charged situations um, look at their research studies in in a different light and dissect the ethical issues better um, for example, conducting work in vulnerable populations like pregnant women and children and migrant workers. For example, in that situation, recruitment of these subjects into clinical trials mm-hmm. is, is challenging. Mm. What are the most important lines of research do you think have emerged in this area over the past five to ten years? Um, I think the area of empirical ethics mm-hmm. and uh, research around community engagement around clinical trials is an important uh, one, although there are many others. Um, So gathering data to inform um, what one should do in an ethical dilemma is is an interesting development in in the uh, research world. And research into community community engagement isn't a new thing, but research into community engagement um, and also uh, things surrounding evaluation. And when we talk about the community, who are they? Who's the community? How do we define representatives in the community? And I've been personally involved in facilitating a community advisory board, and it's been really interesting running that board. It's on the Thai-Burmese border, Mm -hmm. and it's an area where the population is mobile and moves um, between two countries, Thailand and Burma, and trying to understand the notion of community is an interesting concept. 
Why is your research important? Why should we pay for it? I think in essence, I believe that there is not enough research, in particular research in vulnerable populations. So I'm talking about children, and pregnant women and other, other vulnerable groups. I think that's because people are afraid of these populations and traditionally the scientific community has has uh, tended to, towards the view of protecting these populations from research. Mm. Um, but the view has moved from protecting them from research to protecting them through research. But with that comes a lot of ethical issues that have to be um, sorted out and considered and worked through and operationalized in day-to-day -day practice. How does your work fit within translational medicine within the department? I, I would think it, it's through policies and guidelines. So my work in, in Southeast Asia and more widely in, in, the, in low income settings, um, I would hope, and it has done actually, influence policies, mm -hmm. either directly or indirectly through recommendations. Um, this I see as very important because the interna international guidelines are developed in the West. Mm. And to translate that to low income settings is quite a challenge but having worked, worked in low-income settings and, and our data, data that we produce on the ground um, would feed into these guidelines and help researchers translate into everyday practice. Thank you, Pei Kiong. That was really interesting. Thank you.